Hi, everybody. Welcome to Goddess and Gab. This is Jenny G. Perry. And welcome my guest, whose last name actually is a wine. Like, how cool is that? Jimmy Moscato, welcome. Hi, also Jimmy. one of my favorite clients. What's that? I want. I said you're one of my favorite clients, and I wanted you to introduce yourself because you have one of the best sense of humors of anybody that I know, and it comes. I'm in your writing, and I just think it's so funny. So go ahead, baby. Well, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom who has discovered that I'm also a writer. So I, I created a blog, commodejoy.com. And my, um, my joke is that I play with perspective, laugh at farts, and I blog about it all. And that pretty well sums it up. <laughs> You'd be so, you would so fit in over here. You really would. <laughs> I, um, I was not raised in a farting family at all. And I married into one. <laughs> yeah, well. I and I really, yeah. It's funny. I, I, I think farts are funny. I have a two and a half year old son and um, one of our current games is to see which of his trains when you put him in the bathtub toots makes a little, oh. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny. My, my two and a half year old, she'll be three. She farted so loud yesterday and it was like, she, and she's like proud of herself. Like, it's so funny how different people can be so goofy. Like I know in yoga class, that's one of those things that you gotta be careful about because that oh. stuff can happen. And you also teach a pyo class, which is a certain style of Pilates and yoga, which I'm sure that that can happen in those classes too. Sure does. It's <laughs> loud music. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So with, with my blog, my little tagline for it, so to speak, is if you need relief, lighten up. And, and I, I think that's true in general. I have a tendency for as much as I can laugh. I also have the other tendency of taking things a little bit too seriously, including myself. So um, that's, that's just one of those natural little reminders to step back and laugh a little for me. <laughs> mm. And her blog is commodetojoy.com, yeah. which is just another play on the whole potty humor, right? It is. And, and, and on and, the whole play of, you know, you can, you can stay stuck on the, on the pot or you can, <laughs> you can figure out a way to, to find the silver lining in it and to, you know, make a good experience out of it. Exactly. And everyone has their shit. Let's just keep with the puns today. <laughs> Let's just keep with the puns. Um, and I will say, I don't think, I think you're a very reflective person. I think that you're a deep thinker. That's what I think of you as. And so while you can overthink things, I just think that it's just because you're so creative and magical. That's why. Well, thank you. Yes, so, I am a reflective person. Um, I, yes. I think part of it's because I studied education in college and we were required to write reflective pieces on everything we observed everything <laughs> and that that practice is stuck with me i think it's amazing though because if you're not reflective i think people can notice things about you that you don't notice about yourself and some there there have been times in my life where i was like can i turn down the self-awareness a little bit there like right. can i not be aware of my own shit and my own things that i want to fix because right. i've always been very aware of them so it's a balance it's you know it's it, there's a balance between being you know, um, self-reflective and then being judgmental towards yourself. I think that's a, a huge, a huge balance there. Sure. So one of the topics that we wanted to talk about today that was Jamie's idea is um, that um, time and what time is like daughter. Do you want to talk about time? Sure. Well, what, what made me think of it is first off time is completely universal. It's, you know, applicable to us all. It's constant. It's steady. You can count on it, whether you like that or not. Um, you know, for all ages and stages in life. And what, 
like there it's it's because it's constant and steady like i remember being in high school in english class right after lunch about to fall asleep and wishing that time would just speed up a little bit and then there are other moments in life that are so wonderful that you wish time would just slow down for a little bit and then there are other times in life that you wish you could rewind so that you know you could see a loved one one more time or re-experience something that was marvelous and other times you wish you could fast forward so that you would have the answers so that, so that you could see the outcome and know that it's going to be okay um, so i think it's pretty cool that time is steady that it does keep marching on otherwise um you know we'd, we'd be all over the map going here there and everywhere so whenever Whenever I first got married, I was a stay-at-home wife, and I had a ton of time on my hands. And I, um, I became really, I had this urgency to figure out what to do with my time. I, I, I don't mean the materialistic ways that I could, that I could spend it. I, I meant I wanted to find something that, that had meaning. I wanted to live a life that had value, that meant something. Um, and I, I really, really searched and searched and searched and was still coming up empty. Well, then I had my son and um, whenever you have a child, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a stay at home mom, you're pouring out masses of energy to this, to this baby, to keeping up with them. And um, you hear people say, oh, it's so important to have me time. Well, I didn't know what to do with my me time I, other than sit and stare off into space because I was so tired. Um, I didn't know what I could do that would fill me up. And it tied back into what I experienced before I ever had him. This, this question of what do I do with my time that, that can fill me up, that is self-satisfying. And um, I, through journaling and through writing, I, I figured it out that that's how I want to spend my me time. So, so now if all I have is a 20 minute break in the day, um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab a pen and paper and I'm going to sit and write. And it could be something that I wind up sharing on my Facebook page. It could be something that I, you know, that I'll keep for myself and not share with anyone. It doesn't matter. That's how I fill myself up. Um, and that's been, that's been my life raft for, for how, like, that's, that's how time is sacred to me. Um, now I will also say that my son is a rock star napper and uh, like, it's, it's the one thing that I really didn't think I'd be a structured parent, but when it comes to sleep schedule, Jenny, I'm crazy about it. Um, and it's because I create this buffer for myself. I mean, one, it's important for him. And um, two, I, I ensure that every, that every day I have this time allotment that I can do something that fills me up. So that's, I'm, that's, that's where I was coming from with, with time and the importance of it, that some people feel like there's not enough time in the day, that they don't have time to do X, Y, and Z. And so uh, I, I would say to that, maybe take a step back and figure out what's really important to you. You, you don't have to say yes to everything. Mm, that's yeah. such an excellent point. It really is. It's like, I, I actually had to learn that as an adult where this, I was a room mom when my 15 year old son was in first grade. So you're talking about nine years ago. And I remember this one mom, she, um, I told her, I was, you know, like, okay, you're in charge of craft. And she says to me, no, I don't do craft. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, what? I was like, you can just say that and not explain yourself. Like you don't have to explain why Absolutely. or say like, I'm sorry. 
or any of that stuff. I was like mind blown, mind blown. And it was so liberating because I was like, yeah, why am I always, I mean, I would say yes to everything and then I would do it resentfully, which now I'm just like, you know, I mean, luckily the kids kind of give me an excuse sometimes where I'm like, no, I can't do that. And I don't even explain myself anymore. And that's one thing that I, I try to consider myself an unapologetic woman. And it's about now feeling like, like you can say to people, that doesn't work for me. You don't have to say, oh, I'm sorry. And what I would say oftentimes when I wanted to say something is I don't need to be a bitch, but that's like, why do I have to preface that? It's right. like, it's so funny how, how we change as we get older. And now my time is like scheduled and not in the summer. I try to take a lot of time for myself in the summer, but during the school year, every day, except for Sunday is, is like accounted for practically. And so if somebody blows off a call with me, whether it's a connection, they think that they're going to sell me something or whether it's just a free, you know, um, free call with me, like a, a pep talk, if they don't honor my time, then I really don't, I don't ever go back to them and say, let's connect again. I don't chase anybody. And time is so important. And it's one of those things that I have to be aware of too. Like, if, you know, if I'm late, I don't want anyone to think that I don't honor their time because sometimes kids like, I mean, speaking of the potty humor again, I remember my my um, son who's six, whenever we'd have to pick up his brother from preschool, he'd have to poop. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. So I would be late. And I'm like, there's nothing I could do about it. But I hated that feeling like that, you know, like a little kid, like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I didn't mean to. It's not my fault. Like, yeah, the poop. What am I supposed to do? You know? Right. But time is funny. Like, to me, like a year of my life now goes by as like 40 minutes in like social studies class back in high school. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but I really do think 40 minutes of that time definitely equals like a week of my time now it just yeah. flies by where and you're like and it definitely prioritizes things for you because you're like what deserves my attention and time for sure and normally i'm pretty good about about honoring my own time and about you know if, if i start to feel like i've got too many irons in the fire um you, i'm pretty good about saying okay no, no no we need to we need to rethink this but when the holidays approach, it's, it's a different story. And I find myself getting caught up as so many of us do with, you know, the, the perpetual to-do list that at first it starts out with maybe seven things and then, and then you do three of them and add four more on the back end <laughs> and it keeps happening, mm. keeps happening. And, um, last year at one point it was like a week before Christmas and I felt like for three days I hadn't spent any quality time with my son because I was so busy doing all this prepping just bull stuff you know i mean it really it doesn't mm -hmm. even happen. it doesn't it doesn't matter it's not what it's about and um and so i stopped and for one day i did whatever we felt like doing which included going to the park and running through puddles and um hanging outside and just having fun with it and that was I remember that day. I don't remember all of the other minutiae of the holidays, but I remember that one special day where I, where I, where I took the time to value my time and, and share mm. that. I, you know, and, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, back when my kid, my older kids were younger, I would be like, Oh, we have to do this because so-and-so is doing this. Now I'm like, our traditions are, you know, we do, we decorate the cup, uh, cupcakes, we decorate the cookies. But back then, I was like trying to be Martha Stewart, so I would have to make them like look perfect, and it wasn't fun for anybody. And now I just make it where they just look however they look, but the kids have a really good time. Yeah. I cook the, the chocolate chip cookies because I rock at them. It's like my recipe. Mm -hmm. uh, but we really, we watch like Nas National Lampoon's Christmas, you know, vacation on Christmas, and 
very like whatever's fun. It's like it really should just be about the memories and not about like the um. And that's the thing is that if you start a tradition and then it doesn't work, make a new tradition. Right. I I think it should just be about like spending time together and having fun. And one year we did like the ugly sweaters and it wound up being like kind of like ugly Christmas outfits and it was so much fun. But we didn't do it last year because sometimes life happens and you can't always do things the same and you can't be critical of yourself with that. But so I I do think the holidays make time so different. And I used to bake for like my aunt's Christmas uh, party and then like last year I probably just like bought stuff and brought it because Taking time to bake things might not seem like a big deal, but when you have little kids, it, it takes a lot of time. Like you don't realize how long it takes to prep something where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it took that long just to prep the cookies. And now I got to cook them. Yeah. And the, the thing I want to pull back to, to about time is that the whole idea of me time, that me time is so different for different people. Like for me, me time is not exercise. That's, that's built into my, like my day, like a given. My me time would be like meditation, journaling. And sometimes it is just a five-minute car ride in the car by myself. I mean, seriously, that might seem pathetic to somebody, but if you let me have the radio to myself, sing whatever the hell I want, and it brings me back to like feeling like I'm a teenager, that is me time. So some people are like, I don't have time for me time. Redefine what me time actually means to you. And I don't. if you don't have me time at least for five minutes a day, then something is wrong in your thinking. Because well, we all have five minutes. I can we really all do. If, if you say you don't have the time, I could counter that with, well, well, make the time for it. If it's really that important to you, find a way to make it happen. Um, like mm-hmm. for my husband, his me time is working out. You know, you just mentioned working out. He will, I mean, he somehow he can operate on little sleep and he prioritizes it. <laughs> that's, that's his thing. Whether we're on vacation, whether it's a regular day at home, that's what he chisels out time for. And, uh, and I try to honor that for him because I know it's important to him. I get it. That's not how I choose to spend my me time, but I understand mm-hmm. it. So go for it. Mm-hmm. And that's because for some people, I think they don't feel right if they do, if they don't do certain things. And I know I feel better if I exercise, but if I get me time in too, I am a happy camper. But speaking of the, um, of the me time also is I wanted you to, um, I used to be a stay-at-home mom and now I work from home, but I wanted you to bust some of the myths that you think about stay-at-home moms and I'll chime in with what my experience has been. Uh, oh gosh, some of the myths of being a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. is that... Could be what you even thought it was going to be like. I don't, I don't even know, Jenny. Oh my gosh. Um... Well, in the beginning, I thought it would be a lot, a lot easier. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> in the beginning, I thought that the baby age, you know what? This has been my big myth for myself. I thought that the baby stage would be the, the easier one. I remember being around nieces and nephews who were two and three and, you know, the constant noise and the constant movement and the constant energy. And like, I was like deer in headlights. I was pregnant at the time thinking he won't come out like that. He won't come out like that. He'll be a quiet little newborn. And I, I remember thinking that the baby age would be easier than the toddler age. And oh my gosh, that was not the truth for me at all. I, uh, I struggled as a baby mom big time, but you know, like I say, my son's two and a half now and he's, he's full energy and he's on all the time and it's awesome. I, I so prefer this stage. <laughs> Isn't it funny how different people like some people like certain age, like to me, the baby, the baby stage is easy 
versus like the terrible twos sometimes. But it's like, I think that every single age of kids has, because I have all the way up to 19, is there's good and bad in every single age, literally. Because when they get older, they might be sassy, but you don't have to wipe their ass anymore. So there are pluses there. Um, And for me, with the stay-at-home mom thing, I was talking to you about this before the call about one lady, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I had one child and she was like, what do you do all day? And I felt so insulted because I was like, well, I take care of a human. Like, is that not enough for you? And granted, like, you know, there's laundry, there's dishes, there's feeding the kid. I mean, there's errands. Like, just just even making sure there's toilet paper and paper towels in the house is sometimes like, you know, it's it's we're always chasing that. Like, we're always running out of it because we have too many people in our house. But I remember just thinking, like, why do we honor um, her job more than my job? Because I was like, this shit is hard. <laughs> like, some days were so hard, and I was like, I wish I could leave the house and like no one asked me for one thing at all. You know, it, it was hard for me in my 20s with, with children. It was really, um, I was a stay-at-home mom and I was very much trying to compare myself to all the other stay-at-home moms who seemed a lot nicer than me and who seemed to like to do a lot of the kids stuff more than I did. <laughs> seemed a lot nicer than me. That's funny. I have Seriously. A, there's a group of um, girlfriends of mine that we group text on occasion and we, we all had babies at the same time and five of us total, three of them were like, no problem, piece of cake, our kid's first year of life. And two of us, me and, and another good friend, were like drowning. I mean, throw out life preservers, give us a hand. We're, and so we, were, we would talk to one another, like one-on-one going, I'm so glad you experienced this too. <laughs> Otherwise, we're really going to feel like crap about ourselves that everyone else has mm-hmm. it together. And then there's us floundering in the background, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we look at the other moms and you're like, they just seem like they never get aggravated. And I'm always like, oh, my God, I think I'm a bitch. I really am. I think I just am. Because, like, say, for instance, last night I was super crabby around uh, maybe 8 o'clock when we were still doing homework. Uh, because one of my one of my kids has karate, and it's just Tuesday night. It's just that night where we just seem to not be able to get it together with homework and getting home. You know, after six thirty, eating. It was like, yeah. Um, and I just get to be like, where I'm just like, sit down to do the homework, and I get crabby. And while we don't get to see the other moms in those moments, um, they have them. We all have them. We all have our moments where we're not centered. And what used to be way back when is that that would have sent me into that mood for the rest of the night. And so if it started in the morning, it would, it would be like at least that whole day. And I swear sometimes it would be a week because then I'd beat myself up and there would be the shame cycle of, I suck at being a mom and why am I so this? But then the kids are annoying. It would just be like this, just this hamster wheel crazy. And now I'm just like, okay, I, sometimes I'll be like, I'm sorry, I was crabby. You know, I shouldn't have been you know short with you or whatever. Um, and sometimes I just, I maybe don't acknowledge it, but we just kind of move on. And I teach them through my example of, then I just kind of get back into alignment and I'm not crazy anymore, you know, because the evening's homework, if I could ban homework, I would, I hate homework. Like a six-year-old kid should not have to read for 20 minutes and then do math homework. I hate it. I really do. I've actually t- told the teachers that too. And I make no apologies about that. Yeah. I think that it should be family time. And if we read a book, let it be a fun book. And I mean, he, obviously he needs to learn to read and everything, but that, that's, that tension in the evening about homework just shouldn't be there if it was up to me. Yeah. I haven't experienced that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, it's just, it's one of those things that I can't add past like 7.30 at night. Like I can't add. I'm like, I don't know or multiply. I should say, that's what my nine-year-old was like. He's like, mom, what is, what is whatever time is whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't think right now. But yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's easier if you have two parents home because it's kind of like, you know, a tag team about like maybe one's getting food ready and one's, you know, sitting down to homework. But again, I'm sure there's other moms that structure their time differently. And I think for me, they didn't want to do their homework when they got home from school on certain days, but on certain days they're going to have to, because then it'll make it easier. Even if they, because I get it. They want to decompress and like have a snack and they're like, I'm done thinking. But at the same time, then they can't think at 730 at night. I really don't think they can. Right. They might be able to wrestle around with each other, but they can't think very hard. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I think that bedtime routines, like, Everyone does them differently. Like you probably have your rituals that you do every night. And it's like, they say kids love, you know, that kind of routine. And for us, it's like, we don't always read stories at night. It's one of those things I want to get back to, but I always make sure that we have snuggle time. So I want them to have that, you know, that feeling before they go to bed of love. Sure. With, I, with, with the stage that I'm in, I have this balance of my son wanting to play by himself and, you know, sort of like, no, mommy, let me do this type of thing. But then other times when, when he does want me by his side and, um, I've noticed with myself, like, again, going back to the time piece that there are days whenever I feel so like I have 50 different things to do. And so I'll take the time to sit down next to him, but my mind is elsewhere. And so then after maybe 30 seconds of my butt being on the floor, I'm back up again, moving. And um, so for me, a big indicator is if I've, if I've finished a day and even though I've spent the whole day with my son, I feel like I really haven't taken the time to spend time with him. You know what I mean? Then it's, then, um, then I know, okay, something's out of whack for me and I, I need to take a step back or maybe schedule, um, I don't know, lunch with a girlfriend or, or whatever that may be. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's interesting how, how with your kids, how, when, when certain things frustrate you, you can sort of look at those to say, okay, what do I need to tweak here? Or how, how can I change this to sort of alleviate the frustration? Mm. And that's, that's where your self-reflection goes too, towards like, you know, that you have the power. Like, even if somebody is driving you crazy, you can get upset for a moment, but then it's up to you on how, how quick you want to reset. I know that when things would, would throw me off, I would, you know, want to complain to like my mom about it or my husband or whoever, just like to commiserate, like, like, you know, validate the fact that everyone's a jerk to me or whatever. And now I'm just like, okay, where's my place in this? Like, even if in my mind, I'm blaming the other person, like the kids or whatever, then I also know that it's up to me on, you know, nobody can ever put you back in alignment. Even if they try to help you, you know, you're out of sorts. Like no one can, they can help lighten that energy but it's up to you to finally like let yourself like float back to like your your alignment sure I remember um I remember growing up when I would babysit for different families um one of my uncles I remember the the men in the family would take an inordinate amount of time to use the bathroom like shut the door, lock themselves in and you put them <laughs> for another 40 minutes. And I didn't get that. And at the time I thought it was pretty unfair for the moms because they didn't just lock themselves in the bathroom for 40 minutes. And now, now I get it. They were so desperate for their own form of me time that 
that that's how they buffered it in for themselves. So, so good for them for, for actually being willing to do that for themselves. And um, that's like, I, I often think of that with my, with my blog. Um, like one of my categories is, is potty break and it's posts that are under 200 words. And it's the idea is they're quick reads for quick stops. Um, oh, I love that. That's so, so cool. So if, if, like you mentioned, even if it's just five minutes in the car by yourself is me time, even if your me time, the only way you can find it is to lock yourself in the bathroom for a few minutes and rather than mindlessly scrolling through, you know, social media or doing something where even though you're in a quiet room, you still haven't turned off your brain from the chatter of life. Um, if, if you're looking for something different, you can hop on my blog and uh, maybe at the end of it, you'll let out a cleansing sigh of relief. We'll see. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. I know it's, it's funny. My husband's allowed to lock himself in the bathroom and I'm not. So apparently that's just not part of the rules here. Um, part of it is, is if you, if you're at home with your child by yourself, there's, um, remember one of my kids, um, I, I don't, I didn't use a crib the past two kids. And basically the crib were, was always like for decoration in our house or like when I was trying to go to the bathroom or take a shower. <laughs> and, um, so with my middle son, I remember him being in the, in the crib and I'm taking a shower and the, the mirror on the back of the door was positioned so I could see the crib. Okay. And I hear a thump. I'm like, Oh my God. And I run over, he had climbed out of his, out of his crib. And I was like, Oh, you're like, you, you know, like that one safeguard, you're like, now they're free. Like now they're wild. And now I can't contain them. And I do know one lady who she had a zipper thing in for her, for the crib. She had like a zipper thing that you will put over, over top of the crib. Cause her kid would always climb out of the crib. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's a great idea, but oh, I didn't gosh, even know they no. existed. I think that would be terrible. Like being trapped in there. Uh, uh, nope. I, uh, well, I guess it's, but I guess it's like a netted thing. I don't know. Oh, she just said, like it was dangerous. Yeah, figuring yeah. out how to shower with a baby is its own, you know, you, you do what you got to do as, as long as you mm -hmm. keep safe, of course. I know. I, well, it's like you wish that you could sometimes eavesdrop on people's routines because sometimes you're like, all right, well, this doesn't work anymore. What am I going to do? Because I remember bringing like the bouncy seat in the bathroom. And then when she got old enough, I would just bring her in the shower with me because, Absolutely. you know, apparently Peppa Pig is really hilarious. That's our new jam, Peppa Pig. And the funny thing is, is this episode, Peppa Pig's mom, Mummy Pig, which the baby will now call me. Because, you know, who doesn't want to be called Mummy Pig, you know? Um, but Mummy Pig works from home. And she's, she's on the computer, you know, typing away. And the kids want to sit on her lap. And I'm like, story of my life. And then, um, and then after that, um, the, the computer breaks because the kids are typing on it. And then this is the only thing I don't like about this, although this would happen in my life, is Mommy Pig says to Daddy Pig, I don't really know why this is so funny, but um, she says to Daddy Pig, Daddy Pig, can you, because they're British, and this is a terrible accent right now, but she's like, Daddy Pig, can you fix the computer? And he's like, um, I'm not really good with technology. And so then he's looking at the computer and it's acting all wacky. And he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll turn it off and turn it on again. I'm like, that's my solution to computer problems always is turn them off and turn them on again. Yep. Yeah, I know. Apparently that was the funniest episode of life ever. <laughs> gotta love it. And that's where my time is. Um, I gotta, I gotta just like, I'm always winging it. Like I just gotta be resilient on whatever happens, you know, time-wise. And that's probably one of those things too, that 
do you find that since you became a mom too, like plans have to change according to the kids, like so easily, like if your kids don't feel good or if they just are out of sorts and there's just, it, it's a built in excuse for one thing. Um, not that I use it as an excuse, but sometimes there have been things that I wanted to go through that I couldn't because, you know, they weren't feeling well. Or, I mean, I guess you could always get a babysitter, but sometimes, like, when they're not feeling well, you want to be the one to, like, be there for them, you know? Yeah, I, fortunately, we haven't, um, I haven't had, well, we haven't had a ton of sickness, so it's, but yeah, when, when, what few times he has been sick, I'm on lockdown with him. I, I'm, I'm the one who wants to hold him. <laughs> so oh, my I, goodness. I remember when he was sick on vacation, too. That was such a sin. Remember that last, was it last year or the year before that? A year and a half ago. That was horrible. Yeah. He went through oh, my a goodness. stretch of ear infections, and that, that was a rough stretch. That, that was a real rough stretch. <laughs> that was probably, like, the only time he was sick, too, because he's such a healthy boy. He yeah. seems, I mean... He's such a super trooper that like he is he's such a well-traveled child that he just seems like he like can go with the flow wherever. And that's that's such a good thing because some kids, you know, they're not as easily. But I think that some of that is that you kind of I don't want to say train because that sounds like it's a puppy. But like kids learn like through their environment. Right. So for me, like with my fifth, like she would go to the beach every day. And some people are like, oh, well, my kid isn't a beach kid. Well, what, what was she going to do? Like you know, she, I'm taking her to the beach. <laughs> she would just have to deal with it. And right. you kind of like, depending on the family, like Miller's like used to traveling. So yeah, he's like, just can go wherever. Right. My husband and I joke that he's a better traveler than we are. Oh, yep. I love, <clears throat> I love his Halloween costume. You got to <laughs> tell everybody your, your last minute. It was like so hilarious. That it was last minute and it was perfect. Well, we went Sunday evening. We went to the three of us went to boo at the zoo, which is a, a local, um, annual thing where you can take your kids around to the zoo and they, you know, they can get treats, they can ride the carousel, they can see the animals. And, um, I, I've, I'm not a big Halloween person. I figured this year we could just wear matching t-shirts and call it good. Like I could get away with it for one more year. So we show up to the zoo and all, I mean, Jenny, I felt like such an a-hole. All of these little kids mm. are just decked out, looking awesome in their costumes. And then there's Miller in his T-shirt, looking like he's in regular streetwear, because he was. And, uh, mm -hmm. and he didn't care. He didn't know the difference. He had his pumpkin. He was getting candy. He was having a blast. But I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, Jamie, he is at the perfect age where he could have a blast with this. So, like, get off your I'm uninspired. Like, figure it out. <laughs> figure something out. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a superhero cape at home that I bought um, with, I have, I have grand potty training plans for it. We'll see if that actually works. In the meantime, I pulled it out of the closet and put it on him that night. It's like 10 o'clock. No, it's nine o'clock at night. And, um, and he loved it. And so I thought, okay, how can I create a costume out of this? So I, I made him Miller Man and I found some I got some uh, black girls leggings from Target and a black long sleeve shirt and uh, bought him a pair of blue undies that I put on over the, the leggings and it, it was a hit. So in, in and, and he had two different colored sneakers on, right? Yeah. He wears his shoes like that anyway. He's for, for probably at least a month now, the only way he'll wear his shoes is if he has one of each color on. That is so stinking cute. It'll be like his little trademark. I yeah. thought it was so precious. And I think we've all had those mom moments where like, you're like, like I've forgotten. I can't tell you how many times I've forgotten. Like, you know, like crazy soft day or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? 
you could be the mom who remembers everything, but at the same time, like when your kid is the only one with the not crazy talks, they got a deal and that's life. I'm sorry if it sounds like a little bit tough love, but I've also sent them on the wrong day, um, pajama day on the wrong day, but then I didn't make them go to school because that was only in preschool, but it's going to happen. And, and to me, like those are what make up the stories and the memories sometimes is the things that don't go according to plan. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I, in the final hour decided to do that for him because he had, I, we, we took him trick or treating Halloween night and he had a blast. So I, so we had a blast too, because it's just fun to experience through him. So yeah. It, oh it, my goodness. It yes. Every holiday is so different with kids. It like makes it so much more magical. So thank you so much for coming on today. And I wanted to just remind you guys for our blog is commodetojoy.com. And I'll put that in the description of the show. You guys can go um, check out her blog. She's an amazing writer. I'm so proud of her. Um, how you found writing. And it's, like, it's been so fun to watch. Well, thank so, you um, for everyone for having me. And thanks for your encouragement along the way. Thank you. Um, and I'll, girlfriend, I'll talk to you soon. And everybody stay tuned for the next episode. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.